Beloved congregation of the Lord Jesus Christ, all over the world, people are celebrating the end of 2020. Now, of course, most of the usual big celebrations that you find in places like Times Square have been canceled. And yet, perhaps, perhaps people are celebrating this year more than any other year. That's, of course, because 2020 was a difficult year for so many people in so many ways. And I suspect that with everything that went on, 2020 was also a difficult year for many of you. And yet as God's children, we can still take a different perspective than so many people do. Take, for example, the words of James chapter 1. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So these words from James 1, they tell us that we can take a different perspective than people who, who do not know God. God is using trials also of the past year to shape us, to, to make us perfect. That, of course, doesn't mean it's easy. That doesn't mean 2020 was easy either. And certainly not natural to consider it joy when we face trials. That's also why James chapter 1 continues. If any of you lacks wisdom, especially in the midst of suffering. He should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given him. When we are going through trials and pain, as many of us have in 2020, we need wisdom. Wisdom from God. Where do we turn when life is hard? In what do we trust when we just don't understand what's going on in life? Many are looking forward to the next year, 2021, hoping that this year will be a better year. And that's certainly okay. But there will also be more trials in 2021. And so again, we need wisdom. Wisdom not only as we look back at the past year, but wisdom as we look towards the new year. We need wisdom from God. So what better thing for us to do than to turn to God's Word? And what better place to turn to in God's Word than the book of wisdom, the book of Proverbs? Our text is Proverbs 3. It urges us to trust in the Lord with all of our heart, to acknowledge God in all of our ways. And this is a fitting thing to look at as we look back at 2020 and as we look forward to 2021. And so I've summarized the sermon this evening as follows. At all times in 2021, trust and acknowledge the Lord. And we'll see two main points. First of all, put your trust in the right person. And second of all, acknowledge God in all things. So the book of Proverbs, it's the book God has given to his church. God gave us this book through King Solomon so that we might live wisely. 
And in the opening chapters of this book, including our text, Solomon encourages his son, in fact, urges his son to listen to instruction. The value of wisdom is set before us, and then we are urged to walk the wise path. Chapter 3 begins this way also. Verse 1 and 3 calls us to embrace wisdom. Verse 1, my son or daughter, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. Verse 3, let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then verses 2 and 4, they give us encouragement to do this. Length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. You will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. So here we have these calls to embrace wisdom. To walk on the right path. And then what is the first word of wisdom immediately given after these calls to heed wisdom? What is the first thing to write on the tablet of our heart? What's the first words of our text? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord. And not just a little bit. No, it's not saying, test the waters of trusting in the Lord with your toes and if you think it's worth it, then jump in. No, commit fully to this. Trust in Him with all of your heart. And there's a contrast in verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and, and lean not on your own understanding. That's not to say that our own thinking is always wrong or, or flawed. But it means that our understanding must never be detached from trusting in the Lord. Our thinking must never be set over and above trusting in the Lord. And that can be hard. It means accepting the truth of what God says in Isaiah 55 verse 9. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts greater than your thoughts. Right? This takes self-denial. It, it takes humility. It means not insisting on having your own way, even when it feels so right. It means not entertaining the thought that we are right and God is wrong. That that could never be. Verse 5 teaches us, says, do not lean on your own understanding. It's an interesting way of, of putting it, isn't it? Don't lean on your own understanding. You know, imagine for a moment that your understanding, it's represented by, by a door. And the door, it looks solid. Looks like it support you. You could easily lean against it, and so you lean on it. But little did you realize the door is not closed properly. 
And so when you lean upon that door, it gives way and you fall with it. You stumble. Again, that's not to say that all of our thinking is wrong as humans. But this is what happens when we lean on our understanding in contrast to trusting in the Lord. We quickly stumble. We are going to fall. So we must trust in the Lord at all times. And we're going to look now at at three specific areas where we must trust in the Lord and not uh, lean on our own understanding. The first area is that of God's providence. Now, what is, what is God's providence? Well, God's providence, as we confess, is His almighty and ever-present power so that all things in this life, including everything in 2020, including health and sickness, including riches and poverty, they come to us not by chance, but by God's fatherly hand. And it could be hard to trust the goodness of God's providence when we go through hard things. 2020 was hard on many. Maybe it was particularly hard on you too. And when you look at the suffering in your own life or in the lives of others, what might your own understanding say to you? might say something like, I don't get it. This doesn't seem to make any sense. I don't understand why I need to walk through this dark valley. And the temptation might be to turn away from trusting in the Lord or even to despise God's ways. Job felt that temptation. He had prospered in in many ways for much of his life, but the devil wanted to attack him and to tempt him. Satan wanted Job to curse God to his face. And the Lord in his providence willed that Satan be allowed to do that. And when everything came crashing down, it didn't make an ounce of sense to Job. All he could do was look at God and wonder why all this happened to him. And what would have happened if Job leaned on his own understanding? Well, he probably would have taken his wife's advice to curse God and die. Was that the way of wisdom? No. Job said to his wife, you were talking like a foolish woman. Not a wise woman, but a foolish woman. There were hard things in 2020. There will be hard things in 2021. And the way of foolishness is to lean on our own understanding and to take the approach of Job's wife. The way of foolishness is the way of leaning on our own understanding. The way of wisdom is to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Of course, it's not easy. We will never be perfect at it in this life. But in order to grow in this, we need to first believe that God is indeed wise. Also when it comes to his providence. 
to help us here, we, can, we would do well to study the entire book of Proverbs. Remember, this is God's Word, God's own Word to us. It shows us how life works best. And to live the way that Proverbs describes is clearly the way of wisdom. In fact, millions of Christians have lived by the wisdom described in this book. And they will say, yes, the life described in the book of Proverbs is the wise life. And all of that is a testimony to the fact that, yes, God is wise. He teaches us wisdom because He is the God of wisdom. And the same wisdom God describes in this book is the same wisdom He uses in His providence also as He worked in this world in 2020. Proverbs 3 verse 19 says, The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, He established the heavens. Right? The same wisdom God used to create the world that's on display all around us. It's the same wisdom that He uses in His providence, also in 2020. You know, think about God's creation. You think of one example. Think of the human brain for a moment. Perhaps you've seen pictures of the human brain. It's an astounding part of God's handiwork. You know, to me, at first glance, human brain looks incredibly simple. It looks almost like a gray piece of cauliflower. And yet the human brain is astronomically complex. In many ways, we're just scratching the surface of understanding how it all works. Well, think about that for a moment. God created the human brain, the center of our intelligence incredibly complex. And does the one who created our brains not have intelligence? Of course he does. Does he not have understanding? Yes. God himself created our brains. How could we then use our brain to think that we are smarter than God? No. Let us trust in the Lord with all of our heart and with all of our mind. Think about Job for a moment. He went through deep suffering, but his suffering did not last. Listen to what James 5 tells us about Job. You have heard of the perseverance of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and gracious. God calls us to wait for Him, to persevere in faith and in trust, to trust in Him with all of our heart. The suffering you may have right now will not last, it will pass. The suffering of this world will pass. Yes, this is indeed hard to do, but that's it's also why with all of our heart we need to trust God not only when it comes to God's providence, but also God's promises. That's the next area. Now, none of us listening tonight has perfect faith. But think about uh, a moment for God's, about God's promises. God has promised, for example, that for His people, 
He works all things together for our good. It can be hard to trust that too. You know, especially when you're going through a year like we have, and and our own understanding might say to us that it just seems impossible. That given my own circumstances, God right now is working all things for my good. That's what our own understanding might tell us. But when it comes to faith, we live by God's word and not by our own logic. Here again, let's turn to Scripture Consider Abraham, the father of all believers. He was an old man. His wife Sarah was very old. They had no children, and yet God promised them a child. What would happen if Abraham did not trust in the Lord, but leaned on his own understanding? Well, he would have thought that this promise was impossible. And indeed, those sorts of things did creep into his mind from time to time. He said in Genesis 17, Shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old? Shall Sarah, who is ninety-nine years or ninety years old, bear a child? That's his own understanding. But by God's grace, Abraham's faith was strengthened. He learned to trust God's promises, his seemingly impossible promises with all of his heart. We can too as we look to God's promises also. Now, we might not understand how God can work all things together for our good, including all the things we might have endured in this past year. But that won't stop God's power. See, God's promises are certain because of what Christ has done for us. Christ not only came to die on the cross for all of our sins, He came also to obey God's law perfectly for us. That includes living by all the Proverbs found in this book. And he did this right from birth so that he could say along with Psalm 119, I have more wisdom than all my teachers. And we see that in Jesus' life. And when the Lord was 12 years old, he went to the temple in Jerusalem And the teachers of the law, they were amazed at his understanding, his wisdom, and his answers. And after leaving the temple with his parents, Luke 2 says about our Lord, And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Notice how those words, they they echo Proverbs 3, verses 3 and 4. There it says, Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart, so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Right? That was Jesus Christ. Christ lived perfectly by the Proverbs. He did that also for us. See, God calls us to live truly wise lives, and we can do that more and more, but we never do it perfectly. None of us have always shunned evil. None of us have always feared the Lord perfectly. But there's someone who did not fail, our Lord Jesus Christ. What if Christ relied on human wisdom and understanding? He would have avoided the cross at all costs. 
In fact, at one point, Jesus told his disciples openly that he would suffer and die in Jerusalem. And his own disciple, Peter, then rebuked him, saying, No, Lord, this will never happen to you. This was the way of human understanding. And and Christ rebuked Peter, even saying to him, You have set your things not on the things of God, but of man. Christ did not come to follow human wisdom. He came to do his Father's will. He did it perfectly. He did it for us. And that's why 1 Corinthians 1 can say about Christ, Christ Jesus became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. In Christ and in his obedience, we stand righteous before God. In him and through him, we are redeemed and forgiven all of our sins. That's why God will fulfill his promises to us who believe. He will do so no matter what might come in the new year. There's one last area where we need to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and to lean not on our own understanding. We also need to do this when it comes to God's commandments. So God's providence, his promises, also his commandments. And this too can be hard. Christ teaches us that evil desires continually arise out of our hearts. And these evil desires, they pull us away from God's commandments. They tempt us to break them. And indeed, was this not our own experience again this past year? Maybe as you look back at this past year, you can see that there were many sins that plagued you or Perhaps you you can say, yes, there's that one particular sin that I constantly had a fight against. Those were evil desires tempting you. And there will be more evil desires that arise in 2021 also. And there can be times, perhaps, that God's commandments might not make sense to our minds. God doesn't want me to do this. God wants me to do that. It seems hard. In our understanding, it might not feel right. But here's again where we must trust in the Lord. Trust that God's commandments are good no matter what. And listen to the encouragement here in Proverbs 3. Length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Gaining wisdom is better than gain from silver and gold. Long life is in her right hand, and in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to all those who lay hold of her, and those who hold her fast are called blessed. In 2021, trust with all of your heart that God's commandments are good. Your own understanding might tell you to follow sin, but your own heart is lying to you. 
That is the way of death and defeat. But God's commandments are the way of life and peace. Brings us to our last point. Now our text goes on. Verse 6 says, In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And this is indeed related to verse 5. There, are, there is a different emphasis. And these are such important words to take to heart as we, as we head into a new year. In all things, in everything you do, acknowledge God. What does it mean to acknowledge God? Well, it can mean many things. It means knowing and confessing that the Lord is the only God, your creator, the one who made you. It means understanding that God is a majestic king who also claims your life. It's acknowledging that we owe God all of our obedience and loyalty, devotion and praise. It means confessing that every good gift comes from Him. It means living with a clear and certain conviction that we live every moment before God's face. Acknowledging God also means knowing that you cannot hide one area of your life from God. God calls us to acknowledge Him in all of our ways, also in 2021. In 2021, God calls us to acknowledge Him when it, when it comes to authority. What does that look like? Well, it means acknowledging that God has given you your particular parents, and that God has established our governing authorities. And so we acknowledge God by honoring parents and rulers and treating them with respect. In 2021, God calls us to acknowledge Him when it comes to money. What does that look like? Well, it means recognizing that everything we have comes from God. And so we follow the words of Proverbs 3, verse 9. We honor the Lord with our wealth and with the first fruits of all that we receive. We give, first of all, to God. We also know that his eye is on us at all times, and so we refuse to steal or to cheat others. In 2021, God calls us to acknowledge him in, in all of our relationships. What does that look like? Well, it means if you are single and seeking a spouse, you seek a godly spouse who shares the same faith means that if you are in a relationship, you commit yourself to not do things that God says are reserved only for marriage. It means that if you are married, you seek to build your marriage on God's Word. You seek to grow together as husband and wife in faith and in holiness as a Christian couple. In 2021, God calls us to acknowledge Him in our entertainment choices. What does that look like? Well, it means we can, first of all, thank Him for entertainment that we do have. 
See, entertainment in itself is not bad. God gives us all created things to enjoy, so we may enjoy them lawfully to the glory of God. At the same time, it also means putting away entertainment that displeases God. It means not enjoying things, unholy things, or delighting in wickedness. It means denying yourself by saying no to entertainment filled with sin. In 2021, God calls us to acknowledge Him in all of our learning. What does that look like? It means that in your studies, you do it for God's glory. It means developing your talents for the building up of God's kingdom and your neighbor's good. If you're in university, it means not going along with whatever your professor teaches. It means filtering your studies through a biblical worldview not getting sucked into the foolish thinking of the world. In 2021, God calls to us to acknowledge Him in all of our work and all of our business dealings. What does that look like? It means working not just for men, but first of all for the Lord. Working your best for your boss's good, for your neighbor's good means if you're a business owner as well, you are uh, trustworthy in your dealings. In 2021, God calls you to acknowledge Him in all your planning. It means making plans, knowing and confessing that, that God is King of your life. It means being committed to serve Him first and foremost, no matter what you might do, want to do. It means knowing that your plans come second to God's will. Our text says that if you do this, then God will make straight your paths. And walking straight, or making straight our paths, it's, it means walking the easy way. Walking on the way that's free from obstacles. Now, when we don't acknowledge God in all our ways and will so easily fall to temptation, we'll walk on the path full of traps and snares and sins and hardships. And not, not acknowledging God in all our ways means your ways will end in frustration. Our ways would end up as Ecclesiastes repeatedly describes as a meaningless vanity, a chasing after the wind. Right? There's always that temptation to, to try keep God out of one part of your life. No, Lord, this is one area that you can't have. That is foolish. That will bring sorrow and frustration to every part of your life. Walking in the way of sin is not the easy way, no matter how much we try to convince ourselves of the opposite. No, acknowledging God in all our, in all our ways, that's the way of wisdom. And as our reading from Proverbs 3 says, keep sound wisdom and discretion, then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. Do not be afraid of sudden terror of the ruin of the wicked when it comes, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. It's been an uncertain 2020. 
And in many ways, 2021 looks uncertain too. One thing is certain. We have God. We have His Word. We do not need to fear the sudden terror that has struck many people. In life and in death, in riches and in poverty, in health and in sickness, the Lord will always be our confidence. He gives us confidence as we look to the future also. He will make our path straight also in this new year as we acknowledge Him in all that we do. Amen.